Okay, with Sarah Uwadi, To Belong is a short film played at the Documentary Film Festival. It's 18 minutes long. It's Canadian. It's about uh, Somali uh, mother and daughter, and they share experiences about being uh, immigrants in Canada. So basically, the To Belong is about their experiences to belong, I guess, from both sides, from their perspective and from the other side of the perspective. I'm curious, first question, I'm very curious about the color template. Because the film starts a little bit in color, and then all of a sudden it goes straight to black and white. Tell me about that decision first of all, because it makes it kind of is your film, I guess, the way you got, the way you yes. did the color design. Yes, yes, um, that was something that came up in the editing room as we're trying to find the best way to tell the story cohesively. Um, and in the moment, like when we asked uh, the mother, um, "What is home to you?" Even like during recording when we're filming that it was such an emotionally tense um um question it was such an emotionally like emotional room that we're in um and she got so emotional as she was answering it and, and we just i was looking for a way to kind of show the is the um to kind of depict her emotional um reaction or the emotional weight of that question for her of like what is home to her and that sense of deep sadness um that she feels when she talks about home and belonging and I, I i thought changing the color kind of indicates kind of like color diminishing in her life in a way um being not 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 being able to be home and having to build home somewhere else where she 100 percent does not feel like she belongs even though she's been here for over 20 years so that was kind of the idea behind it to kind of show the 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 loss the loss that's the word I'm looking for the loss, loss. that she yeah. experienced yeah. it's like the color is drained from her soul in a sense literally yeah and then the same with her daughter too of just trying to find that um um color belonging in Canada North America even though she's never been to Somaliland but that's she feels such a connection to the land already and so but her mom it's like even if she goes back to Somali, it's not it's not her home anymore, right? It's it's changed, it's evolved, it's not you know what I mean? That so she's kind of stuck in neutral in a sense, like where she doesn't have a home anywhere, I guess, right? It's in a sense, but I think um it's different because she still has family and it's Somali land, so not Somali, Somali land. Yeah. Um and yeah. in Somali land she still has heritage, she still has her land, she still has family there. So like no matter when she when she goes, she will always be welcome. It will always feel like home, feel familiar, the language, the food, the music, the culture. So mm -hmm. she does absolutely have very strong roots there. She's just not been in a position to go back in so long. Gotcha. And so and then but then there's but you're showing the film from two perspectives. Like you said, like the daughter has never been there before, but yeah. there's still a loss, I guess, right? Yeah. Yes. There's just uh, for for um, Phils and the daughter. There's just a desire to fulfill um, her her sense of identity and who she kind of sees herself as as she experiences the world as a, a multinational um, 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 person in Canada. And even though she's lived her life in Canada and the U.S., there's just a part of her heart that is still in Somali land, even though she's never been there. Yeah. So like she talks about in documentaries, like she knows that that will be a life changing experience for her because um, she feels like there'll be a reconnection with herself when she goes there. 
You think you you, think you should that should be the sequel, right? When she goes there. I mean, yeah, hell yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so tell me about the what motivated you to make this film. Um, I'm an immigrant myself. I moved from Nigeria uh, to Canada, and my experience. I mean, it was a very jarring experience and very shocking. And the idea of what Canada is that you hear from back home in Nigeria and Africa is pretty different from how it is here. Um, and so, you know, cultural shocks to like, you know, racism and micro microaggressions or discriminations versus the good things um, um, that you experience. And it's just, for me, it was a whole lot to process. And I started to wonder if I was the only one. Like I always say, immigration is trading one set of problems for a new set of problems. And that's just the way it is. There's no perfect society, right? So um, it's just been, for me, my experience was so jarring and so, so like my idea of, of self, my sense of self, my sense of belonging, my sense of oneness with the land and oneness with the people around me completely shifted when I moved here. Um, and so I just start to panic like am I the only one experiencing this are other immigrants experiencing this too is this is this um is this unique to just me or does everyone else experience this especially from the African descent because the skin color does play a role mm -hmm. um and so I started to reach out and that's kind of what inspired this story for me of like the sense of home it's like you have a home now you're you're the desire for better whether it's because there's war whether for whatever reason or the other that people move the desire for a better life, the desire for more for yourself and for your children um, brings you here. And for me, like I always say, Canada is my second home. Nigeria will always be first. And it's a matter of finding, building home, building community. And that takes so much time and energy and effort. And some people can't do it that they return back home, right? Some people just give up and they're like, nope, I'm going to go, I'm going to go back. And some people yeah. try to type it out. Some people don't have a home to go back to. Um, like Filson's mom uh, in this particular film. So this was my way of honoring that experience and honoring both sides of the experience from a first-generation immigrant to a second-generation immigrant. How old were you when you moved to, when you moved to Canada? I moved here at 20. I moved here uh, for school as a student for my master's program. Oh, okay. So you came here for school, then you kind of, and then you stayed. Then I just stayed, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And so you've been here for like less than a decade, I guess. Less than a decade, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I didn't want to age you. Like, I people can do the math, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so then, okay, so then, where did you find this couple? Um, I know Filson. I I work a lot in theater um, here in Calgary, and Filson is an actor. She's a fantastic actor. We've worked, we've worked together before, and we kind of bonded. When we worked together, I was designing um, costumes and set for a show that she was performing on. Um, and she was, she's just an amazing person. Um, and I got that. She's an award-winning actor too. So it was just such a blessing that she agreed to be on this project. And we, you know, bonded and talked about, you know, our backgrounds. And um, I just, when this idea and this opportunity came up, I reached out to her. I'm like, would you be interested in this? Would your mom be interested in this? Yeah. And she's like, hell yeah, my mom would love this. And I'm like, oh, really? Yay! You know, and uh, we had a meeting. I had I met with her and her mom in a coffee shop, and we just talked about the subject, about immigrating, finding community, building home, you know, what's, what's left behind, and, and the relationship between 
yourself where you are now and what is left behind and your sense mm-hmm. of self and home and all those things. And her mom absolutely fell in love with the project. And she she's a very shy woman, but I'm just so honored that she was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And so, yeah, we made it happen. So did you have uh, like a template, like a what you wanted to tell? Obviously, it's about it's about the subject of immigration, but in finding a home, but did you, when, before you did the interviews, did you kind of have like, did you know you're going to do the reenactment scenes? Like, did you kind of have like a, like a game plan? How are you going to shoot it? Um, yes and no. <laughs> yes. In the sense of, yes, I had a script of like questions I wanted to ask and, and emotional points I wanted to hit um, and things that I just was genuinely curious just as a human being and as a filmmaker of, other people's experiences and how it mirrors slash reflects my own versus how it mirrors and reflects the society. Um, so yes, there was that template in that way. But uh, after we filmed and did like the B-rolls and everything, and we got into the editing room, uh, myself and Amir, the editor, shout out to Amir, um, he, uh, we started talking about, okay, what's the best way that we can tell the story and, you know, finding, finding, uh, uh, more images and more. And of course they, they were able to give us some photos that they have from their backgrounds. Um, um, but also trying to find some images and some videos that help, that would help tell these stories and accentuate like points was really crucial to the, to the storytelling. Um, and so we were able to find some and we were able to make some so we just kind of worked with what we had and you also had to stay true to, to their culture too right I'm assuming- oh a hundred percent yes a hundred percent because we needed to make it clear that it is somali land and not somali um and you know there's this uh depiction i've noticed in a lot of like western or north american films of like the, the depiction of africa or you know, African countries is usually the bushes or, you know what I mean? Like, so trying to honor that and actually find B-roll footage of Somaliland was an interesting search, but we found it and we used it. So just to honor their land and honor them, that was important for us to do too. Yeah, 100%. And what about the reenactment scene, uh, scenes? I'm assuming the reenactment scenes that you did with the the daughter scenes. Yeah, or- yeah. You had to find an actor, I guess, to do that. Yeah, those are B-roll footage. Oh my! <laughs> those oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, those are literally like no, no, that's listen. Videos. And we're, it was so we were so lucky. Uh, we were so blessed to be able to find the one like people that actually look yeah. like our our uh, participants. So that was a blessing. But you know, for budget restraints and all those things, no, no, no that's could not, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we couldn't do all of them, but we did some. Um, but for, for the most part, they're from websites. Because the <laughs> way, when you watch the film, it's like, it looks like a younger version of her. It looks like her when she was a kid, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, that was the idea. Yeah, yeah. Did you, okay, so that's interesting because, listen, I've talked to a lot of documentary. This is what this is what they do. This is what they do. I assume that you shot it because it was so, so true to to the to the to the actor it looks so much like her especially the cult yes. everything right so yes yes that was that had to be intentional we had to find um um b-roll that would that would we would be able to sell that these are the younger versions of like these people so that was the idea to find things that we would that would cohesively tell that story and then you just and buy, we're lucky and blessed enough to find it and you buy the b-roll right and you buy the yeah. buy the 
we found some things online yeah gotcha no mm -hmm. that's this that's part of filmmaking right it looks it that looks, is yeah yeah. So the two key things is the, the obviously the, the interviewing the mom and then was that was that the first question you asked her was the was with the, the with home like that starts the film? No, that was not the first question we asked her. Okay. No, yeah, we kind of asked her a name, try to warm her up <laughs> before getting into like the meat of the gotcha um, the core of what we want to talk about. Yeah, and then the daughter, uh, your friend, is basically. Yeah. She breaks down during the interview. Yeah, they both do. For yeah. um, for Filson's mom, um, her name is Zainab. I call her Mama. Um, she, we had to stop rolling for her to just to keep the space comfortable and safe for her. Gotcha. Um, but she she had a real real moment when I asked her about home. Um, um, she had uh just just pain. I think um, she has lost people back home there there have been things that have happened that she's not been able to kind of be a part of because she was here and then she's also raising a family here so there was that like dissonance or that 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 um um tension between those two parts of herself in that moment when I asked her that question I think like she lost a brother she like there's there's just a lot that has happened that when I asked her that question it she literally broke down um and after we stopped rolling she said something so profound as she like was in tears and I'm like oh she's but you know we have to respect her um and and just keep her comfortable um so the part where you where you, you hear me ask like should we cut do you need a moment that was yeah. the moment where we had to cut for her um and for Filson Filson's uh, connection with her grandmother is just so beautiful and so strong and and inspiring um when she talks about her mother her grandmother and and that disconnect that they have because they speak two different languages the her grandmother was so, you know, was ill at the time that they met, but mm -hmm. just the the strength and the the the, the re resilience that she could see in her grandmother was just so powerful for her. And when her grandmother gifted her that teddy bear, like that, that even though they couldn't like very very easily communicate words, but that just sent such a message of love to Filson when she received that from her grandmother. So in that moment, when I asked her, asked her that question, and she was. She, she, that was really her heart that she was pouring out. And I just feel really lucky and blessed that these two people trusted me to tell the story. Yeah, they 100% did. Well, it's a, I'm saying, I'm going to give, make a cliche statement, but home is family. Like they, they it really is. Right? Yeah, it really is. And um, Zainab, uh, in our talks and our conversations, she said that she made a choice to kind of keep to herself and not necessarily look out for. Um, other Somali um, people um, within Calgary because at that time when she first moved here there was not a lot so I think along the line she gave up and just was like okay we're just gonna you know it's gonna be us it's gonna be family and, and we're gonna kind of do our things ourselves um, and and looking back and having that conversation with her where she talks about people or life like that's literally like it, it, that's that's I feel honestly. I feel like this <laughs> this film was cathartic yeah. for both of them, especially for Filson's sure, mom. Sure, very therapeutic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. She was able to just pour it out and and express um um the the loss and loneliness that she'd been feeling. Even though she's surrounded by all these people, she has a great job. She has good like community and friends and and her kids, her her husband. 
um, and her family here in Canada, um, there's still that like that desire, that desire for to be surrounded by culture and surrounded by all these things. And and, and when she says that, like home is life, that's everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we sent you the audience, the audience feedback video. What did you think about what they had to say? Oh my God, I was in tears. Uh, I was in tears. I just, I was so happy that people were able to receive the heart of this film and able to receive um, what the story was telling and, and, and what the, and these characters' heart, as they poured it out, people were able to kind of see it and receive it and hold it. Um, so I just felt very grateful and and just joyful i had happy tears watching it because yes you know they got it i guess right yeah so yeah fantastic film and it's like it's simple it's simple in its concept but it's it's very it's like it's so profound and it's like in, the, in its delivery in terms of like what you got from the the like you said from the mother and daughter and it's like but it's like it's like like you your your seed is that is that you you're experiencing what other people are experiencing and you're showing that on screen. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This the, their experience, uh, their experiences with um, immigration, first generation, second generation. Yeah. Not it's yeah. not um, unique to them. I experienced it. Others have experienced yeah. it, regardless of race, regardless of like, oh, yeah. this is African. Like folks that move from Asia, folks that move from other um, places, even like. Um, um, Caucasian countries also feel the connection um, but because I'm African and we have our unique struggles as Black people in North America it was important for me to tell it from this lens yeah especially in Calgary it's like I heard it snows a lot there I heard it's really cold <laughs> it is yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm assuming there's not a grand population, Afro, uh, black black population in, uh, in in Calgary, or maybe there is. I don't know. There actually is, and it's growing. Yeah, Good. there actually is. I think Calgary is the third um, city with the largest like black folks, um, second to Toronto and Vancouver, Vancouver probably yeah. one of those two. Yeah, but I think Calgary. So yeah, the population is growing. There are a lot of black here we yeah. can use even more <laughs> this is yeah, they're coming in yeah like the yeah culture change right yes yes there are a lot of um africans um uh caribbean like yeah. just black folks people of color here in calgary and the community is growing and it's great what do you how do you uh uh understand hockey like the, as a sport like people go on skates on ice and <laughs> they have, like, what is that what, does that make sense to you? No, it does not. Um, <laughs> I do not. I do not understand hockey at all. <laughs> I I barely know how to skate. I have fallen on my face so many times. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily understand the sport, but I can respect it for what it is. Because it's a big deal. It's a big deal. In, it's in a the, gigantic the deal here. Yeah. Yes, it is such a big deal. Whenever the flames, like uh, flames, right? Calgary <laughs> the Calgary yeah. flames. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or playing. Oh my gosh, there's such traffic jams. Um, but but yeah, I can respect the sport even though I don't understand it. Yeah. And they got the big rivalry with Edmonton, right? The Edmonton, game. yes, 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 yes. I, I, I don't understand it, but yeah. I can respect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It must be like, what the, wait, wait a minute. They like, because like, obviously, football, soccer is the biggest sport where you come from. It's, yes. you know, you go on a field and you kick a ball, right? Put it in the net. Yes. And you're like, what, what's going on here? What 
they they go on <laughs> skates and on ice and they have a stick. It's like and they have a stick, and then it can get really aggressive too. You yeah. see people bumping into like the I you know I I just. Yeah, man. <laughs> Why are they doing this? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Congratulations on the film. It's fantastic. Uh, I hope Thank you're making you. still making more documentary films. You're on. You're definitely a very a talented person, and and you're making profound stories. So I hope you're working on something good right now. And I'm assuming you want to do some documentary features in the in the future. Yeah, a hundred percent. Documentary features. I want to do uh, fiction as well because. I'm a storyteller. I just want to tell stories. Um, and yeah, so right now, I mean, there's always something cooking. Um, right now, I am working on a podcast um, called Afros in the Diaspora. And it's literally a space where other immigrants uh, from African descent can come and just talk about their experiences as immigrants. It's something that I find that I am passionate about because it's so, like, it's so lonely. It can feel so lonely. Um, and it does not have to be because you know, um, Africa is such a communal space. While here, we've I've noticed that the culture can be really individualistic, so folks can really feel alone. So this podcast is just create a space where we can all come together. Oh, that happened to me too. I'm not alone, and you know, just find yeah. camaraderie and, and and comforting those in in people's stories and experiences, and know that you're not alone and you'll be okay. Um, and also, you know, working on other film projects that will be revealed in time. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Well, let's hopefully we'll talk again when you make your next film. And uh, I love this one. It was fan it was really great. So it was great talking to you. Thank you so much. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.